Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast, a series for recruiters by recruiters. I'm Danny Reinert, and in each episode, I have candid conversations about careers in recruitment with some of the best talent that Teamings has to offer. They'll be giving you a glimpse into the highs and lows of their recruitment careers, their motivations and drivers, and their secret to success in the industry. You can listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other favorite podcast platforms. Let's meet our next guest. Good afternoon, Alex. How are you? Very good, thank you. I'm very pleased to be here. Good. Fantastic. Well, look, I should be thanking you for, for taking the time out. I know you're extremely busy at the moment. Um, so thank you for taking the time out to, to join me for a session of Secrets of Success. I really appreciate it and, and looking forward to chatting with you this afternoon. No, absolutely. Uh, the same here. I'm, I've been looking forward to this. So, yeah, good to be here. Lovely stuff. So, um, Alex, for people that don't know you, could you just give me a very quick introduction to how long you've been in recruitment and the market that you work in and, and the desk that you work on at Eames? Sure. So um, I've been in recruitment for it'll be four months on Christmas Eve, funnily enough. Uh, it's the first the first time that I've, I've done any kind of recruitment role. So I came from directly from university. Um, I came into the as an associate consultant, joined the uh, the tech team here at Eames, and uh, I'm on the infrastructure team specifically. So I work with uh, with Robin, who's my my line manager, who deals with infrastructure specifically, and that's kind of my my subject uh, specialist area at this time. So um, yeah, no, I've I've not not done anything before, so I'm enjoying yeah, it. So. All very new. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. you've been with us four months. When you said that, then it's just like. God, I feel not, like we've worked even. together for so long. <laughs> I know. Um, fantastic. And you're obviously on a contract desk, aren't you? So placing a uh, contract day rate, uh, day rate contractors. Fantastic. So, Alex, want to take you, give, get some advice from you for people that aren't even in recruitment yet. Okay. So people watching this that are considering recruitment and wondering, is it the right opportunity, the right career for me? Because it's it's more than a job, isn't it? It's a career and, you know, it's kind of a, a lifestyle, so to speak. Um, what do you think the main considerations somebody should, someone should have if they're considering a role in recruitment and weighing up whether it's right for them? Yeah, so a few things really spring to mind there. The first one was um, you've got to be comfortable with the the pressure of of the job and the environment, not just the pressure from you know the expectations which will be on you, but also the pressure that you have to deal with yourself in the environment surrounded by many ambitious and and driven people. It's 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 going to be a, a shock if you feel like it's going to be very relaxed. There's there's a lot of people who visibly are very driven and motivated, and that will rub off on you whether you you like it or not. And it's, and it's how you deal with that pressure that really will dictate how successful you can be. And um, I think, secondly, it's it's acknowledging that unlike so many roles out there, this is a, a very much a job that is almost based off of yourself and what you bring to the party. And that's what you get out of it. You hear what you get, what you put in quite a lot when you're mm. kind of looking at these roles. But it's 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 stunning how it's still such a surprise to myself to hear that it's the people who put in the extra work and the extra effort that are really the ones who get rewarded. People can be naturally yeah. good at, at certain things other than compared to other people. Some people are really good mm. on the phone and they love talking and striking up conversations and other people just love cracking on and uh, doing the admin side of things. But regardless of yeah. where your skill set lies, it's it's really how driven you are and where your your heart and mind is for it so it's a bit of a cliche but if you if you kind of live and breathe recruitment at that period of time you'll fly and that's what mentality yeah. got to come in for 
when you start and so you can't be light-hearted you can't be on the fence you can't be coming into recruitment like oh I'm not sure you can't have too many reservations because it's those reservations which will eat away at you in your first six months and will kind of yeah expose a lot of the those fears that you had will probably come to the forward and that that can't happen so that that would mm. probably be my two key ones I, I would suggest for for someone who is naive absolutely. about the group <laughs> yeah absolutely do you know what I think that is that is some powerful advice Alex I totally agree because I think anyone will have some reservations you always got some concerns and things but you can let them eat away at you can't you so it's about that almost that bloody mindedness that you're gonna you know we say to ACs always when they join that that first six months in particular has to be a real investment in yourself in your learning head down just absorb everything you can um there's always going to be times where there's a bit of a wobble or a, is this right for me or isn't it what would what what have you done in those times you know who have you spoken to drawn on how how have you kept so kind of focused and driven i would say uh having networking is a big part of the role and that applies to within the company itself and i think you've got mm. to as quickly as you establish your your desk, as it were, you've also got to establish your your friendship network at the where wherever you land at the end of the day. Because I think it's that was what helped me. Um, mm. there, there was a period of time where I, I I had a lot of people who I knew at the company who changed their minds because obviously mm. be, being a new starter, people are are yeah. kind of susceptible to those sorts of changes of emotions, and it sort of left me in the lurch where I had to think about what I was doing, and and if it wasn't for for the, the people that I met at Ebes and the great people who supported me through that period of time and made me realize that, you know, so long as I'm happy here, I should crack on. That was yeah. what that was what really sorted um, my reservations out at that time, Good. really. So I, I would suggest uh, trying to be as, as active around the office as you can, where, wherever, yeah. you, wherever you land. And I think having those people there that you can bounce off of and feel comfortable to actually bring up those difficult topics. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm very blessed. I've got a very um, open manager and even you know my manager's manager in the form of Dan, who you've spoken yeah. to previously, is uh, incred yeah. incredibly open to, to speak yeah. to. And uh, striking that relationship up, up, I think, is very important early on. Absolutely. Great advice. Great advice. And look, I know you're quite a modest guy, but you would agree that hopefully you'd agree that you've had a very, very strong start to your career at Eames and recruitment. Let me tell you, you have. OK, so you absolutely have. I don't want to make you blush, you. but yeah. <laughs> so what do you think that people can do specifically in terms of the actual role itself coming into the office and, and how people work? What do you think other ACs can do to really set themselves up for success in that first three months, which is a really critical period? I would say you've, you've got to realise a lot of this role is uh, very process driven and mm -hmm. you, you will be doing a lot of what you do on week one and two that you will be doing on week 22, 24, like, etc. Absolutely. So, so, so you've got to recognise early on that there will be repetitive things that you've got to do and you can always improve on them because... Um, I think what what drove me so so quickly in in the start was mm. I wasn't looking at oh, oh I've I've now learned how to do the recruitment process I'm just going to do this it, it was a constant improvement on that it was what are, what are the top billers around the company doing what is senior member of staff here doing and and even yeah. any and even if they're not you know on the top 10 leaderboard everyone's got something to offer because at the end of the day I've only been doing recruitment for for less than six months who, who am I to to think you know big-headed of myself uh, for someone who's been doing it for two or three years plus so there's always something to be gained from who you have around you and if you yeah. have a, a support network as I mentioned earlier around you you should be able to confidently go up to 
these people and request information and tips and that's what I really did so I would pull people to one side ask them Mm -hmm. how they did this process how they did that process um drop emails to people to request advice even if it was how to how to write this email better how do I ask this Mm. question better how do I say this situation better what have you done when you've come up against these picking people's brain and asking questions is so key I was told that on my my introductory uh, interview sorry from from day one that uh, asking questions even if they're silly there is no such thing questions here you got to be willing to ask the difficult ones and that's that's what I did and I attribute a lot of that to to why I was able to kind of accumulate a lot of useful tips so early on and then and, and demonstrate yeah. them from out from the get-go fantastic great advice and that all links back again to the point you made earlier about personal drive and you know being self-motivated and accountable and all of those good things we talk about and we talk about them in the interview process I talk about them when I do your training in your first few weeks all that stuff but what you've given us there is a practical example of how an AC can come in and demonstrate that drive and accountability by going outside of their immediate manager team um, what they're being asked to do and directed to do day to day and putting themselves out there to ask for the help and support and hopefully you'd agree that certainly I mean sure it's the case at a lot of businesses but certainly at Eames everybody is very keen to support the ACs and share their knowledge and give their support and everything so it's great to see that you've taken advantage of that and used it to your advantage which is fantastic. (laughs) Lovely. So you mentioned Robin, who's your manager, um, and he's been with the business for quite a while now. And he is our top billing contract recruiter, as well as your manager. So very busy billing manager. And I'm sure other ACs watching this will also be reporting into busy billing managers who, you know, those guys have a lot on their plates. They hire an AC and, you know, you need quite a bit from that manager in the early days. So what is your advice to other ACs who are reporting into a a billing manager and how you can kind of get the most out of that relationship, find the balance between, you know, being independent when you need to be because they're busy, but also going to them for the right amount of help and support at the same time? Because you and Robin seem to have it absolutely nailed. I, I see how you guys work together. So what's your kind of top tips for people and how to go about doing that? Well, it's really not as scary as all that. <laughs> just, just, just because he's, um, well, I mean, maybe that's because of the kind of person he is, but he's, uh, you know, whilst he is the top biller and, and is constantly performing incredibly well, he doesn't have that aura, at least, about him. You know, he's he's extremely open. And so talking to to him, it, it comes quite naturally. And I think you mentioned that we've, we've struck a, a good balance. And I think that comes down to how you vibe with your manager in general like I'm very I don't mind having a hands-off approach and he doesn't mind providing a hands-off approach because he lets me crack on with with what I need to do and and learn at my own pace so I think when you have a manager who's doing incredibly well I think there has to be an element of respect that clearly they're doing something very very well and you can almost lead by example not many words have to be said you can just kind of observe and, and recognize that there are certain patterns that they're doing and like a sponge you absorb a lot of the the good things and put your own personality in spin that's something robin told me all the time is that mm. you can you can copy what i do and try to you know mimic me but I, at the end of the day it, this needs to be alex joslin the recruiter this can't be robin 2.0 for example this yeah. needs to be your own person and that's really the, the key they're, they're, they're going to have so much uh to to show you about directly using their time and it kind of links back yeah. to to sort of asking people outside your network it's going that's that little step extra whereby 
they might not have asked you to do something but you can still do it and still look at what they're doing to sort of yeah. improve and and also even if there are times where you do need a little bit of a have hand holding just mm. letting them letting them know that because suffering in silence is is the worst because especially yeah. when there's so many expectations on you especially in those early days you want to impress you want to not disappoint uh, you're not going to do that if you if you don't ask for help because if you're like me and you've come straight into recruitment for the first time you're going to need as much help as you can Absolutely. get and that's the only, that's the only way you're going to grow so I, I I would say watch and observe clearly they're they're doing something right <laughs> mm, absolutely and look that leads me on to my next question as well because obviously Robin's not on the call right now but you you are observing him and you are looking at someone who is one of our top global billers what do you and you're right in terms of robin's personality he's not you know bouncing off the walls really salesy and in your face type recruiter i've worked with recruiters like that for years and years but he's not he's very calm he's very chilled you know he's a real he's a real class actor robin so what what have you observed from your perspective that makes him a top biller what are the things that he does that you think those are the things that i'm going to take away and do myself to make me as successful as possible he's just really genuine with with mm. me and with his clients so he doesn't have to put on any kind of act or, or be any kind of cliche if you will of, mm. of, what, of what a recruiter or a salesman could be he he's very much just uh someone that you would want to go for a drink with you know he's very likable yeah. and very normal like I, I see him have conversations with big clients and, and big candidates for very high pressure situations that he's talking like I am to you just very conversationally <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I think people resonate with that and, and they notice that there's there's a lot of uh, sincerity behind what he says and he doesn't try to you know mess anyone around or, or pull the wool over anyone's eyes and and it's that 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 kind of seeps through so that's that's a hard thing to to, to sort of suggest as a tip to kind of <laughs> be yeah, like, but I think it's really valid it's it's really valid it's not because I think in recruitment there can be the the um the, the keenness can't there to close the deal and get as much margin as possible especially on contract you know I was a contract recruiter for a long time get as much margin as possible the biggest contract length as possible but um and there can be the temptation to kind of oversell a little bit um and forget about the emphasis on the relationship and the fact that you're one human being talking to another and nine times out of ten being genuine and honest and open and and down to earth is is the best approach in order to to, to build a relationship relationship with someone and, and therefore you know do deals and and be a, and be a top biller so no I think it's great advice for people to take away and it's great that that's the thing that you've seen in in Robin that you can put your own spin on and, and emulate and, and yourself. I, I think as well it takes a lot of pressure off of myself to not have to because you kind of alluded to it earlier I'm not that big over the top person myself so I didn't want to be forced to to be pushed yeah. into that sort of uh, style of recruitment if I didn't need to and uh, from mm. day one I, I was never asked to to oversell as you say or yeah. to be something I'm not and I think that enabled me to to flourish a bit more as well so coming yes. to terms with your manager in terms of your style and and hopefully if it links up like it has with me and Robin then you can do yeah. very well absolutely fantastic advice good the other thing you mentioned there kind of early on and, and from day one and stuff you are one of the ACs who has done business development very early on in their career um, and credit to you for giving it a go. You know, we did the training and, and you were one of the people that was coming straight out of the training room and putting it into practice. Or I was doing a session with you about, you know, marketing candidate CVs and things like that. You were like, oh, I've done three of those already and we haven't even done the training yet. That's amazing. So um, a lot of ACs or, or juniors in recruitment, even junior consultants, you know, there, there's kind of this fear of business development and, and speaking to clients. 
what was your mindset early on around BD and, and how did you kind of get over that and push yourself to do it early on? And, and obviously you've had great success. You've won clients, you've picked up roles, you know, you've done deals from it, which is which is brilliant. You're not even been with us four months yet. Um, <laughs> so what was the mindset that you went into it with doing that business development so early on? Well, it is scary. Like you are completely right. I, yeah. I was, I, I was, I was terrified at times as well. Mm. I remember um, the first time I had BD success, I was due to call a client, and they are they invited me to call them, bearing in mind, which is obviously yeah. the uh, best possible situation. And I was uh, putting it off and putting it off, and Robin could see that I just wasn't. I remember calling. I was sitting at the desk next to you, <laughs> and he Robin. Just saying, yeah, just just call them. Just please call them. Like if you do, it will go well, and it went exceptionally yeah. well. And I think it's that hurdle that is the big thing for for people such as myself like I, I, I can be relatively confident when I need to but that idea of speaking to someone who is 20 30 years into their career is hiring teams of their own working for massive client a and and you know it's very accomplished you almost get daunted to, to speak to these people because you think that why, why would they want to speak to little old me who's been doing this for three months and yeah. barely knows the market let alone his business so um it's 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 generally putting it into practice I'd say the more you yeah. do it the, the easier it becomes it's just like your first candidate call that's scary and it is for, for everyone else who is new to recruitment but once you've done it two or three times it becomes a lot easier and yeah. you grow in confidence as you do it and that's what's happened with myself so being proactive and, and not putting it off I think that's one thing that I see a lot of ACs do a lot is put off the BD side because they're comfortable yeah. with the, 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 the delivery side because they've been doing yeah. that from prior to doing the BD yeah. and so it's it's like a comfort very bubble normal. there it's very normal it's it's I'm not saying that it's a bad thing I've done it plenty of times but breaking out of that bubble was as frequently as possible making time like every yeah. week or every day to do a, a small smidgen of BD will slowly expand into you doing more and uh, I have to be open I think the BD side is probably my favorite thing to be doing at this stage. Oh my I, goodness, I, I, I much prefer I much prefer that's the fantastic. BD to the delivery uh, at this point and uh, some of the conversations I've been having with with hiring managers that I spoke to initially have have flourished really really well and uh, yeah, so it, maybe it's because I've taken to it so well, but my simple advice would be to to put it into practice as early on yeah. and it be as natural as as giving a candidate a call, which absolutely. is what you do from, from week one. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic advice. And I think the other thing that I really observed with you and Robin was it was he wasn't worried about letting you make mistakes as well. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you're ringing a client, I think you can overthink it, can't you? And think, oh, I'm calling a client now. But actually, because of the level we operate in in the market, especially at Eames, that person could be a candidate next week. Do you know what I mean? So it's just human beings talking to human beings, isn't it? But you're absolutely right. There's nothing wrong with it feeling scary early on. Um, it's about kind of throwing yourself into it and, and absolutely giving it a go. So that's fantastic. Lovely. Alex, thank you so much. That I mean, I think there's loads for people to take away there, people that are considering recruitment, people that are in recruitment. Um, so thank you very much for sharing your secrets of success. We really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. No problem. Take care. Bye. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.